Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today on this little episode, I am going to, going to touch upon the concept of letting go of the how. And you'll hear this often in the manifestation world of release the how, let go of the how, don't worry about the how. And it really, really is true. And I got a little lesson of that yesterday. I was on a coaching call with my coach in this group coaching program. And I had asked, I don't know, a question about some, um, something I can't remember what it was. And she's like, don't worry about the how, just worry about your energy. And she was totally right. And so I wanted to talk about that and give you some examples that I've experienced when I did release the how and the before and afters. So I'm going to start with my relationship with my boyfriend. We have been together for almost nine years. It's crazy now that I say that out loud. Wow. (laughs) But I had moved to Colorado and before I moved to Colorado, I was in this long-term weird relationship. He didn't think it was a relationship. I thought it was. It's a long story, but anyways, definitely was partnered with somebody and knew I needed a change. And so that's why I moved to Colorado. And so my goal when I got here was to make new friends, maybe find somebody to date. So I immediately got on all the online apps and was you know, I had this list, I guess you could say it was a list. No, I'll just be real. It was a list of things I was looking for. And oh my goodness, I went on so many dates. It was wild and crazy. And about three months in, I was just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. I just want to meet a friend. And I finally released the like concept of finding a boyfriend or dating somebody because it wasn't happening and I was over it. And so I finally was like, finally decided I just want to meet a friend. I just need to meet people that I can go hang out with, that can show me around. And that's what it was. And so I met my boyfriend on Tinder a couple weeks later. And we were talking online for a while before we actually met in person. And then when we, when we had our first quote unquote, I mean, it was a date, but I was, I was so over the concept of dating at that point that I didn't really, not that I didn't care, but I didn't put as much effort that I had prior, you know, previously on the dates that I was going on, I was getting dressed and I was getting ready and sorry, that's my dog snoring in the background. (laughs) Um, I was getting all presented And not that I don't get dressed and put on makeup and all that in general, but I was putting way more effort into going out to meet somebody. And so at this point I was like, you know what, he's either going to like me or he's not. And I, again, I really let go of the concept of dating and really was focused on, all right, I just, I just need a friend and he's, we're either going to be friends or not. And so I, at the time was working for Athleta and was closing the store and so you know, middle of summer, I was super casual. I was in shorts and a tank top and, you know, sneakers. And we were meeting at a restaurant right down the street within walking distance of my store. And so, you know, I left work, met him there and really, again, didn't put a ton of extra effort into presenting myself. 
we had a great time. It, I just remember laughing the entire time, which is what I was looking for with somebody that I could have a good time with. And so six months later, we made it official. Ten months later, we moved in together and then we are where we are and we live together and have four children and all this good stuff. But the main thing I think that changed during this entire journey of trying to find a long-term partner was releasing the how. And, you know, I was, I was on these online dating apps so often. It was almost like a game of like, okay, let me swipe. Let me like get on, um, match and let me do this. And, oh, if he does that, then no. And there was so much attachment to the situation and to the platform that I was using and, I was really trying to put people into a box and if the box didn't match what I was looking for, I was like, eh, whatever. And yeah, it was just a, it was a lot of work. <laughs> the minute I released this attachment I had and this expectation I had, not only for myself, but for others is when things clicked and when I, um, you know, actually did meet a friend. There was another guy we went on a few dates, didn't really match romantically and we ended up being really good friends and we ran our first marathon together and so releasing the how is really really important in your manifestation journey in really in anything because you need to start embodying what is it that you want as if you had it now and I know that can be hard especially when you are looking for a romantic partner or you're trying to create more wealth or you're trying to obtain a job and you're unhappy but you need to understand that your happiness needs to be embodied now and you cannot visualize or think that when x happens or when you get there then you'll be happy and again i know this is hard so it does require that daily work of you know, journaling or meditating or um, saying affirmations, whatever that may be, whatever modality works best for you, you're going to need to do the work because our subconscious mind is in control 95% of the time. And so if you're trying to make change, you have to do it at an identity level. And that's when you really need to go in and do the work like I said whatever that may be whether you hire a therapist or a coach or you're doing clinical hypnosis it's a great great tool to change at an identity level and I do offer that service and integrate it into my one-on-one -on -one coaching but you have to be committed to that change and sometimes it happens quickly and sometimes it takes a lot of work and until you're ready you're going to be in the same boat having the same cycle happen over and over and over again and I want to give you an example of something that happened a little bit quicker. So I had two examples last year, unfortunately. I'll explain the unfortunate in a second. So um, I had the same car for 12 years, loved this little Honda Civic. And it, the poor thing was just, it was slowly dying. And I told myself, I'm going to run this thing into the ground. Well, that's exactly what happened. I, the AC busted, uh, the bumper, I ripped off the bumper when we had a bunch of snow and I was backing up and it just got attached. And the reason why it happened is because I had, um, driven in 
massive amounts of water. It was probably too much water and I shouldn't have done it too quickly. And so when I did that and I hit the water, it ripped off the bolts that were attaching the bumper. So after that, it was, you know, my bumper was always getting caught and stuff. So anyways, ripped off my bumper. I <laughs> was at the point where I knew I needed to upgrade. It was time for me to move forward and get a new car. And I, you know, had a couple ideas, you know, I wanted a, either a Honda or Toyota and I looked at a few Toyotas and couldn't really find anything. And I had, you know, I was like, oh, I only want to pay $10,000. Well, that's not really going to get you much. <laughs> so I then decided, well, at least for what I was looking for, you know, I wanted a car that had under a hundred thousand miles that was 10 years or younger. I wasn't looking for a new car, but I wanted something that was going to last and that was going to, you know, keep me on the road for a few years. So let go of the $10,000 attachment because I wasn't finding anything that I wanted. And then I was like, okay, what is it? You know, what's my energetic max for money? What is the max of my money I want to spend? And then I decided, okay, 16000 I can do that. You know, I calculated out the monthly payments. I was like, all right, doable. The next day I found my car. And I found the perfect car. My dream color. I love the pearl white. It was exactly what I was looking for. And we bought it then and there. And yeah, it was great. And then the second part of the story. <laughs> so that ended up being very easily, very easy once I really kind of shift my mindset around the money because uh, I was very, very attached on, I don't want to spend more than 10000 And there wasn't really any reasoning behind that other than I just somehow got into my mind that 10000 was all that I wanted to spend. But then when I really sat down, I was like, okay, what can I afford truly and not overstretch myself? You know, 16000 was there. So that my car was actually exactly 16000 which was crazy. And it was the only car that I saw and the price point and was what I wanted. So meant to be. So then unfortunately, a year later, well, a little over a year later, I totaled that car. Um, not my fault, but yeah, it was, you know, um, not repairable. So then I was on the shopping car shopping journey again. And same thing, you know, I had a specific dollar amount I, I wanted to spend and unfortunately two or it was what 14 months later the car market was ridiculously expensive and so I had to let go again of this monetary parameters that I was putting on myself and same thing it was literally the same exact thing I had this, this uh, certain amount of money I wanted to spend I could not find anything it was so frustrating and so then I came up with a new amount that I wanted to spend and let go of a couple things. You know, I was really looking for something that was not perfect, but had minimal damage, a used car that had minimal damage on the outside. Cause that's what my previous car looked like. And so I had to stop comparing, you know, we were in, although it was only 13, 14 months later, we were in two different kind of markets. And so I was like, all right, I just want a car that's, you know, 10 years older or under, you know, a certain price point, certain amount of miles, and then just let go. I was like, all right, this is what I'm putting out there, universe. I'm open to where I'll find it. I'm open to the color because I also was focused on that. And I just was like, all right, this is this is it. Um, and I was 
needing the car sooner because my rental was expiring and I didn't want to have to bike to work in 100 degree weather. So needed the car soon. So as soon as I did that, I found the car. Um, love the car. It took me a while to let go of my old car, but yeah, found the car and it was great. <laughs> and again, on all these examples, as soon as I let go of my attachment to the situation and really got clear on, okay, what are my non-negotiables? What is that chili desire? And what does that look like? Everything worked out just fine. And I want to give one more example and I'll try to make this quick of releasing and really getting clear on your why and getting clear on what you want and getting clear on what you want to embody. I've talked about this before, my job journey and why I coach women on doing what they love. And it was because a couple years ago, I was working for a company that I did not love. The company did not love what we were doing, did not love what I was doing. I thought I was getting taken advantage of and worked for the company for over a little bit of a year, little over a year, quit, and then didn't really have a plan. But when I did quit, I got very clear on my values, on my why, and what I wanted in a company and what I wanted, what I didn't want in a company. And I was, didn't know how or when, I just knew I would find the ideal match that I was looking for, not only from a position, but from a company perspective. And I had very clear non-negotiables that I wasn't willing to compromise on. And then there were a couple of things that I, I was willing to compromise on. And that journey from start to finish for me, quitting to getting a job that I actually was fully aligned with, took five months. And in the midst of that, I did take another job that I knew wasn't going to be a long-term thing, but I knew it was just a stepping stone. And I kept on my journey and kept looking. And so getting clear on what you want is really important. Because when we're not clear on our dreams, desires, how we want to feel, then how are we ever going to figure out what we want? And how is the universe ever going to present to us the things that are aligned for our hearts and souls? So get clear on what you want. Get clear on how you want to feel, the emotions around it. And then, I've said this before, but just really taking the aligned action. And then don't focus on the how. When we're focused on the how, it actually is distracting us, distracting us from the emotions and the present state that we need to feel. So in the present moment, you do need to feel aligned. You do need to feel that you're already there, even though you don't have it yet. And this goes across any kind of manifestation that you're trying to create for yourself is feeling the emotions now as if you already had them. So I'll give you a money example because I think we can all relate to this. So let's say you want to pull in a specific amount and you maybe haven't done it. Maybe you have, let's just say it's $1,000. You want to attract in $1,000. Although maybe you've made more than that before. It's just you want an extra $1,000 to come into your life. So it's not that you, you're not familiar with having this amount of money. It just never just randomly appeared. So first identify what it, what will it feel like if you had this $1,000 come in? Would it be relieving? Would it be, would you feel more at ease? What was, what's the money for? Is it for, you know, savings or is it for a bill? What is it for? And then really recognizing that, not recognizing, believing that it's on its way. 
And instead of stressing about, oh my God, I have to, I have to get this money. I need this money. And those things might be true. I I get it. Understanding that when we're in a place of stress or force, it is resistance. And when we're in a place of resistance, it's going to take a long time for you to get that manifestation. So really visualizing as if you had the money now and, and knew it's the money, it's on its way. It's a given. You're, this is going to happen for you, no matter what. So having that belief and what that would feel like. And then embodying that energetic field as if you had the money. So would you feel more grounded, more safe, right? Because you could pay that bill. Would you feel happier? So heart chakra. Would you feel that you were proud of yourself for, you know, either working for the money or attracting the money or earning the money? That's your solar plex chakra. So even getting into energetic visualizations. So whatever chakra you're kind of feeling in that moment, whether it's security, safety, grounding, all related to the root chakra. So you can do a little visualization with that, or it's more um, related to other energies in your body, other chakras, doing a visualization with that. But what's important is letting go of the how. Again, when we're focused on the how, we're creating resistance and we're taking away from the energy that we really need to be focusing on, which is embodiment as if you already have it now and or it's on its way currently. And every time I've done that, every time I've let go, let go of the how and really practice grounding into as if I have the manifestation right now or that it's, it's on its way, it's almost if I'm at more ease and peace and it feels better because I'm not focused on the stress of, oh my God, is it coming? Is it not? How am I going to get it? What do I need to do? And yes, there are other things you need to do, right? You have to take online action with things. You have to do the work every day. <laughs> you need to focus on the energetics around being present, but those things can be done easier when you're not focused on other things. So I hope that's helpful and I know it can be hard. Trust me, I I understand. I'm always working on some sort of manifestation and I still have to do the work. You know, you're never done focusing on you. You're never done with your own personal development. And when you're getting off track, there's a reason why you want to still do the work because it'll bring you back. It'll reground you and help you stay present into this moment, into the now and less on the how. And... I hope that you can apply this now so you can create more of what you love and you can attract in more of your desi- more of your desires. And if you are interested in learning energetics, I have a program. Well, it'll start as a masterclass. It's launching in about two weeks from this date, from this episode's com- coming out. It's going to be a masterclass on feng shui. I'm really excited. This is going to be focused on how you can improve the energetics of your work environments. And this is not designed for somebody who is only working a nine to five. Yes, it definitely will apply to somebody who has an office job or a cubicle job or a normal job. But let's just say you're, maybe you work in a mall and you're working in retail. I'm going to apply other concepts that will relate to that type of environment as well. And the goal is that you're learning things, um, that are the basics of feng shui, so very high level overview, but things that you can apply right away. 
For example, if you're looking to attract in wealth, there are so many things you can do, whether that's putting in a fountain or bringing in various crystals or rearranging certain things in your office. And again, I'll talk about other ways you can apply these concepts, even if you're not in kind of a typical office job. We're going to go into, like I said, high level overview of feng shui. We're going to talk about crystals and what crystals are going to help you bring in abundance, success, wealth, prosperity. So I'm thrilled. It's going to be so freaking cool. You're really going to learn something that I think you can apply immediately. This masterclass will be broken down into two 45 minute to an hour long sessions. And right now it's going to be super cheap. Introductory rate is only $44 and I'm going to run it as a beta. So I'm going to rely on getting some feedback from participants to then roll it into a program. This introductory rate of $44 will only be in place for the next week or so. So if you're interested, if you're willing to be vulnerable and learn something new so you can attract in wealth, abundance, prosperity, love, whatever it may be, I'm going to go over all of it. We're going to go over all the things that hopefully will align yourself a little bit more and make work less stressed, more aligned for you, more bringing more joy and more abundance in your life. Super stoked. You can sign up below the link and look out for more communication on that. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.